0: stuff and i'm carly and today um in our lovely february saga of all the things true crime and Valentiney, carly is going to be doing this episode and we're going over this valentine's day massacre right yes with is it is it Al capone is yes that one? okay
1: yeah. yeah you know what you're talking I... about no i
0: don't you do
1: <laughs> <laughs> this time you do
0: this time, I knew it had something to do with like the mob or gangsters or something like that. I just couldn't remember which one. Mm-hmm. I've been like, I have been like deep diving into Sammy the Bull because that TikTok I sent oh, you yeah. of Sammy the Bull, Sammy the Bull, right? No, yes. I don't,
1: I had never heard of him before you sent me that TikTok. So.
0: I've heard of him, but is, it, is that his nickname is Sammy the Bull? I can't remember I now. I think so. I think so. Anyways, he's a gangster out of Brooklyn and. He just got out of prison. I think he just got out of prison recently after serving, like, a five-year stint, and he killed 11 people and only served five years because of the people he killed.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. That's really crazy. It is is so crazy, and I've been, like, deep diving into him, and I can say I'm kind of obsessed with him. He is, I mean, he's pretty cool. He, He still has it in him. If he still had to kill somebody, he'd totally do it. He'd totally be able to do it. I know it. I feel like those kinds of people never lose that. It is Sammy the Bull. Former mobster who became an underboss for the Gambino crime family. Sammy the Bull. Yep. I think his name is... I think his last name is Salvatore. Yeah. Salvatore. They, yeah, they asked him if he considered himself a serial killer or a mass murderer and the answer was No. He only killed people who deserved it. Basically, never killed women, never killed children. Well, you know, that that's something. Yeah, he said he killed one guy who like, what the reason why he got caught is he killed somebody, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he killed somebody who was hurting women and children, and so he killed him, and that's how he got caught.
1: Mm. Was because of
0: who he killed. Gotcha. And he only served time, I believe, for killing that man. He didn't, they never, he didn't get, he was, like, I think he was, like, not guilty on the other crimes or something like that. I don't remember. We'll have to deep dive into him. We'll have to do, like, an episode on him in, like, March or something like that.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting, for sure. I'm very like, interested in this, these sort of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause... I... I, I forgot he had gone to jail. I remember hearing about him and, like, everything like that, and, pe- like, I know a lot of people saying, well, the mob doesn't exist anymore. Yes, it absolutely yes, does. Yes, it does.
1: The yes, mob does. will forever
0: exist, just like the cartel will forever exist. There is yeah. nothing, the mob's never going to go away, especially in Brooklyn, New York. Right. They're all, it's all, they're probably all somehow related to to the mob in some sort of way. Probably.
1: Probably. There's
0: so there's connections everywhere. Yep. So I'm gonna I think I'm gonna deep dive into him. Cause yeah. he's just I know I shouldn't say a mobster's cool, but he's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean
1: I get what you mean though.
0: Cause some of are the stories that...
1: are just so interesting and
0: yes, yes. Yeah. He's just he's lived such an interesting he's lived like a thousand lives. I how old is Sammy the Bull? Let's Google him real quick.
1: And just I like learning he's... the like inner workings of how these Things go down and how things happen. Yes. Um. He's
0: seventy-eight years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Salvatore Gravano. I probably oh. pronounced that one. Pronounced that wrong. That's fine. He's only five foot five. Really? Yeah, according to Google. In book sales alone in 2020, he made four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah. Whole, he um, he's worth five hundred thousand dollars as of 2023. That's his net worth. Holy shit. Okay, he gained his fame for cooperation with the FBI to bring down John G- John Gotti. Hmm yeah we'll have to
1: deep dive into because... yeah, that's just let's see with a bowl we're gonna have to. I would mm-hmm. love to know more for love sure. To. that's why I really liked the idea of this one because it's very it's very interesting, mm-hmm for sure, so I know we kind of gave the 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 summary last week, but this. The gist of it, because we're going to get into it, but seven of um George Moran, or Bugs, uh, seven of his men were killed on Valentine's Day. Um, I'm going to say allegedly by Al Capone's men, because they've never been directly tied to it, but everybody, mm-hmm. everybody knows that that's who did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so everyone knows, but there's no proof. There's no, yes. like, concrete evidence, like, for sure these men of Al Capone did it. Yeah. So it's yeah. all alleged. So we're not going to say allegedly throughout it. We're saying it now. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. Al Capone's men did this. Yes. So we don't so- use allegedly throughout. We're saying it now. <laughs>
1: yes. Exactly. Um, I found a pretty good article from... AllThat'sInteresting.com. It's called Inside the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, History's Bloodiest Mob. And it was written by Katie Serena. Um, so we'll start first with uh, how it unfolded. So around 1030 a.m. on February 14th, 1929, four men approached Moran's warehouse Two of these men were dressed as police officers. The other two looked like well-dressed civilians. They were wearing suits, ties, you know. Probably trying to give off like a higher thing like detective or something since they had the Mm -hmm. two uniformed officers. Um, The six men inside of the warehouse were affiliated with the gang leader George Bugs Moran. However, one of them, Reinhardt Schwimmer, wasn't really a gang... A gang member. He was actually an optometrist, but he was there with his men because he liked the appeal of having underworld friends. So they had listen, an optometrist hanging out with them.
0: Listen, I know I said that Sammy the Bull. I like. I think he's cool, and I and I like. I'm like. I think he's interesting. It'd be cool to like meet him at a book signing,
1: mm-hmm. but I wouldn't
0: hang out
1: with him right and what an unfortunate day for this poor optometrist to be hanging around these men right yeah right yeah so outside of the warehouse these four four unidentified men they were waiting for some sort of a of a signal um When Albert Weinshank, who was a nightclub owner, who they may have mistaken for Moran, entered the building, the four men took that as their signal to move in. Technically, to this day, no one knows exactly what happened in the warehouse, exactly what went down. Like it says, were Moran's men alarmed? Did they shrug it off as a police raid because they came in dressed as police? But they ended up doing what these four men told them. So they lined up against the wall with their backs to these four men. And these four men then raised their guns, which were Thompson submachine guns. And they also had a 12-gauge shotgun, and they opened fire on these seven men. Wow. Yeah. So it was a very um, quick and brutal attack. It was over pretty quickly. Uh, after that, the killers just left and disappeared, and no one really saw them. But out of those seven men that were in there, six of them were dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. That would have been Albert Kochelik, Adam Heyer, um, Weinshank Schwimmer, which was the optometrist, John May, and then Peter Gussenberg. The seventh man was Frank Gussenberg, which was Peter's brother. Mm-hmm. So when they arrived, Frank was technically still alive. And they did rush him to a Chicago hospital. He had 14 gunshot wounds. Wow. When the police asked who shot him, he said, no one shot me. Hmm. So um, he was either He's- determined to adhere to the criminal's code of silence, or he was terrified of... Who he knew was behind it.
0: I was gonna say it was—it's one of two things. Cause he knew if he spoke and survived, he's—he's he's gonna end up dead anyways. So he might as well just keep his mouth shut and not take the risk.
1: He—he—he yeah. <sighs> he, he ended up passing three hours later. Mm. But yeah,
0: I mean, fourteen gunshot It would be impressive if he survived.
1: I—I I just the fact that he was like, no one shot me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have 14 bullet wounds in me right now. Right. If you would have been like, I don't
0: know, that'd be one thing. But him saying like, no one shot me, you'd be like. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it seems like pretty much immediately it was thought that Al Capone had something to do with it. Um, he was questioned about it. Um, he ended up being in Florida. He claims he was in Florida at the time. He was not there. He doesn't know anything about it. Isn't but... that
0: so crazy? Like, it was sort of like with, like, the Charles Manson situation. Like, he, Charles himself, like, he technically did not kill anybody. Mm-hmm. His followers did. His followers killed people under his command. It's like, this. it's the same concept. Like, El Capone, in this situation, didn't kill anybody. But mm-hmm. allegedly his men killed on his behalf. It's just, it's so crazy where he's like, I didn't kill anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and they, they expected him pretty much immediately because he had a well-known vendetta against uh, Moran. For mm. much of the decade before the massacre, they had bitterly opposing gangs that were running against each other in Chicago. Mm. Moran's men were Irish Northsiders and Capone's were Italian Southsiders. So they clashed pretty frequently and also pretty violently over the years when it came to control of the city, um, especially when it came to, like, the booze and Prohibition. They clashed a lot. One wanted control, the other one wanted control. Mm. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep. Um, and actually, in September 1926, Bugs and his men escalated the conflict Uh, when they drove past a hotel where Capone and his men were eating and sprayed the building with more than 1,000 bullets. Yet somehow Capone escaped unharmed. 1,000 bullets? 1,000. That
0: is so much ammunition. Mm Mm-hmm. That is so
1: much fucking ammunition. Wow. Over, over, really, and as we go into it more, really, it's, it, it was all over prohibition and who was going to do what. Because in the weeks leading up to it, Moran had been working on um, taking a shipment of stolen Canadian whiskey, which was what Capone was heavily invested in. Moran ran his illegal operation out of the SMC Cartage Co. garage on Clark Street which was the site of the shooting. And on the morning of February 14th, Capone's men would have known to find Moran's men there, and they had a motive to kill them. But the, the whole thing is, it's they think that Moran was the ultimate target, obviously, but he actually wasn't there. He was not there that day. Moran wasn't where what day? He was not at the warehouse. Of oh, The St. Valentine's Day Massacre? He was not one of those seven that was killed. He wasn't there. So, the one club owner that walked in, it's either, did they mistake him for Moran, and that's when they moved in and shot? Or, did they think he was there and he just didn't end up being inside? Or was this just, like, a warning?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, were were they sending a message?
1: Yeah. Wow. Because, again, there's no proof that it was them, so they don't know the theory and, like, the real, was he supposed to be in there, was he not supposed to be in there?
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I just keep thinking about, like, this poor optometrist, like, if this guy was married and his wife, like, didn't know, like, who he was hanging out with.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she just, the police just show up at her door saying, hey, he was at this warehouse with these people. And she's like, why the hell was he with a bunch of mobsters? Like, why was he with a bunch of people like that? Yeah. Like, why was he there? What was he doing? Could you Mm -hmm. imagine? Like, it would be like Jake, the boy from the meat market, hanging out with a bunch of gangsters and getting killed at some random ass warehouse. Like, why are you there? You're not in a gang. You're not in the mob. Why were you there hanging out with these people? Right. And, and even more confusing for my husband, because he's yeah. a cop. Why are you hanging
1: right. out with him? <laughs> right. But, like, uh, all that that cost him now, because he liked yeah. the wild side. He liked to see all of that. Now Listen, you're dead. I'm
0: all, I'm, I'm all about, like, living on the edge and living like, here, it's your last day. I get it. I totes get it. But maybe, like, not hang out with people who are a target at all times because of who they are and who they hang out with. And being in a rival gang against mm-hmm. al capone mm-hmm. yeah poor optometrist
1: moran Whatever did name
0: is i forgot well,
1: bugs moran he ended up showing up at some point but he didn't come all like onto the scene he walked up and saw that the police were there and he turned around and walked away
0: well yeah because i'm sure they know he i'm sure they have evidence against him of crimes and they just have to catch him yeah so if you're gonna if you're if you're a criminal and you're approaching someplace, even if it's, like, of a loved one, you're not going to continue to walk up to the presence of police. You're going to walk away. Right. Right.
1: So, whatever their goal was here, I, I mean, they didn't get to kill him, but they accomplished part of it because his actual, um, like, reign had weakened after that. His power weakened. Well, and he yeah. Wasn't was it how many men was killed? Seven. Seven. So, I-
0: Well, we'll say six because the optometrist wasn't one of his men. So six of his men were killed? Yeah, that's that's a hit. Mm -hmm. That's a major hit.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, obviously, due due to their, like, conflicts and everything, Capone is the main suspect. Mm -hmm. But there are other people that they believe, or at Mm -hmm. least believed at the time, could have been involved. Um, There was a man called Fred Burke. He was a known associate of Capone's. He was in a car crash and killed a police officer on December 14th, 1929. He escaped, but police discovered guns in his home that were used in the massacre. But Burke, Mm -hmm. finally, he was arrested in 1931 for the uh, killing of a police officer. He refused to name any names. So he didn't speak up once they arrested him. They just know that they found guns in his house that were used. Mm hmm. Um, Another man, allegedly a low-level gangster associated with Capone, later claimed that Capone had planned the hit in October or November 1928. Byron Bolton said that he had acted as a lookout on the morning of the massacre. His job was to give a signal once Moran arrived. Bolton thought he saw Moran, so he gave the signal. For his part, Moran had no doubts about who was responsible. Only Capone kills like that, he said. So, he knew. He knew. That it was him. Right. George But Marianne knew.
0: Of of course, but again, it's the the proof. You need to prove it. Well, Moran doesn't, but the
1: police need to prove it. Right. Right. Which unfortunately they never did. But the question is, was Capone actually responsible? People doubt whether he actually told them to go do this. Whether he was involved at all. Well, I
0: feel like with it being Capone, I feel like you're not. They're not going to do something without his direct order. You know what I mean? Unless that's how I feel too. And let me. Of course, he may have a number two where, like, if he's busy, number two, whoever is in his the second in command will say yes, like follow through with this. But it's it's Al Capone. Like, there's no way you're going there's how do I want to wear this there's no way you're doing something without his okay like even his Mm -hmm. number two is saying yes because Al Capone would say yes so there's no way like he didn't know right and if he didn't know well then it proves that maybe he wasn't as strong of a man or as strong as a player as people right say he is right if he can't even if he doesn't even know that his men are doing shit behind his back
1: Right. Right. The other mm-hmm. theory is that it was actually the police that did it. Um which this one kind of stems because I guess when they arrived when the police arrived on the scene, Gusenberg Frank that was still alive, he did say cops did it. But he's going to think that because these men showed up in police uniforms. Right. So I don't think that's part of it, but I guess Moran and his men had actually stolen some liquor from a crooked cop prior to this. So people were like, well, could it have been the Chicago police? Maybe. Well, could it not this? have been? Uh, 1929.
0: I mean, back then. Um, well, what's that word? Um, bribery was a really big thing. Like mm-hmm. Al Capone could have very easily had the police on his side and the police could right. have very well did it on on his behalf. They could have done it on their own. Things were not the same in 1929 like it is in 2020. Right. Right. So, I mean, we're looking at it's tr- I can't do math in my head. 20 20- 1929 minus 9 or 1929 minus 2024. I can't do math in my head. What what did you what numbers did you just say? 1920 20- nineteen twenty nine minus nineteen or twenty twenty four.
1: 2024.
0: Okay. Yeah, I kept trying to say nineteen again, but I keep. I ma- thought you kept were 19- saying
1: nineteen twenty four, and I was like, no, it's oh, five years, Stephanie. No,
0: no, no, no. I I did, but I kept. I was stuttering. I wanted to say twenty twenty four. It's ninety five years.
1: Okay. Yeah, that that makes a big difference.
0: I wanted to say ninety six, but I knew that wasn't right. No. Yeah, ninety five <laughs> years makes a very very fuck, ten years makes a big
1: difference. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's wow. possible. The other theory... It, it's very possible. The other theory is about the Purple Gang. That the Purple Gang did it. And they were... They're, they were a Detroit-based game, gang. Pause. Pause. Don't even pause. The name of this gang was Purple? Yeah, the Purple Gang. You haven't heard of them? No. I'm surprised, because they were based out of Detroit. I don't care where the fuck they're from. They could have been from
0: Timbuktu. Why the fuck was their name purple like the color purple yeah i'm sorry but if i hear a gang called the purple gang i think of barney
1: i'm gonna google these guys i i'm pretty sure i did a report on them oh yeah yeah yeah. okay i remember this now the name came from a conversation between two shopkeepers these boys are not like the other children of their age they're tainted off color Yes, replied the other shopkeeper. They're rotten. Purple like the color of bad meat. They're a purple gang. Oh.
0: Uh, that that okay. was where that it makes, came from. That makes, The purple gang, also known as the Sugarhouse Gang, was a criminal mom of bootleggers and hijackers composed of pr- predominantly of Jewish gangsters. They operated in Detroit, Michigan during the 1920s of the Prohibition era and came to be Detroit's dominant criminal gang.
1: No the purple the purple gang was a was an interesting one. I did do a report on them in high school for my comp class. They were pretty interesting that they'd be a good one to deep dive into as well.
0: we're going uh-huh. to like, write these down, yeah,
1: but they had they had a lot of ties with Capone, so one of the theories is that the purple gang came and killed these men for him.
0: I'm gonna write it down the purple gang and then see me the bull, yeah. Yeah, no, I've never heard, of, I had never heard of the Purple Gang.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I'm surprised. They were pretty, uh, they were a pretty big one.
0: Well, remember, I lived a very sheltered life.
1: That's true, that's true. I only know of it from high school, so.
0: Uh, yeah, and I never had to take, like, a comp class or anything like that. Well,
1: I, it was, it was like a CC, or not CCW, what is that called? An elective?
0: A C, uh, wait. When you
1: take a college class, CCP, it was a CCP class. It was a college class through BG. Oh. I was taking COP 1 and COP 2. Gotcha. But but the Penna teachers taught it, but it was like through oh, BG. Okay. CCW. No, CCP classes. <laughs> uh, another theory leans more towards a political Um, motive I guess Capone and Moran had supported different candidates in a recent election so people think that it maybe stemmed off of that that's why the killing happened Um, some people also think that maybe Moran himself ordered the hit on his own men that maybe he was irritated with the Gusenberg brothers
0: well I mean maybe not that but he also could have to try and frame Capone yeah Um, I don't... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In my opinion, which I've never been a part of a gang, part of a mob, nothing of the sort. I've lived in the same small town literally since I was two years old. So I know nothing about nothing. Except what I see on TV, and obviously that's not real. But if you're going to... If someone's... ear, If you're in a gang and someone's irritating you, you're not going to make a huge spectacle out of it. Right. You're going to kill that person quietly and quickly and, ha- and make sure their b- body is hidden or in plain sight just make sure you're not tied to it there's mm-hmm. no way he's gonna make this huge kill seven people in a fucking warehouse making this huge spectacle of it that doesn't make sense right right especially then all of them wearing police uniforms mm-hmm. there's no way he, he'd po- I mean if he's gonna kill his own men because they're being idiotic he's he, like I said he's gonna do it quickly and quietly it mm-hmm. doesn't matter who you are does right. matter what gang you're part of, what mob you're part of, what affiliation you have. If right. you're a criminal and you're part of a criminal organization and you are irritating your boss, you are dying quickly. You're dying quietly, and maybe you may be tortured first.
1: Right. But you're. Not, it's not going to become a huge spectacle. It, it's not. Yeah. It's just, it no. won't. No, I don't. I don't think that one either. Um, there's another theory though regarding the Gussenberger the Gusenberg brothers. That maybe a hit was placed on them because they had killed a young firefighter and that possibly mm. his family had wanted revenge and that they just happened to kill everyone that was there that day I don't know. well I mean I guess
0: that, that's possible but also like if this is your first oppor- if this is the only opportunity you're gonna have for the Gussin brothers to get them killed especially if you're on a timeline and they're with mm. other people you can't just go in and kill the two of them without taking the risk of causing injury to yourself or getting a target put on your back you gotta kill them all They're all there, you gotta kill them all. Except maybe the optometrist, but. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor 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 guy. guy.
1: (laughs) He just wanted to walk on the bad side just for a little bit. Right, right. But still, no matter the theories, no matter all the things, they still kept coming back to Capone. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the way that these men were killed was kind of like his trademark of killing people. Mm -hmm. Very violent, very. We're just gonna gun them down. Yeah. Um, but still they had nothing to really tie him to it. Right. Just the way it was done and just everyone knowing that they did not get along. So right. um he was never charged in connection with this massacre because they had nothing.
0: Right. So well, it would almost be like if like with the with the Crips and Bloods, I mean usually if something happens to one of them they're looking at the other to see if they're if the other because they're 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 always butting heads forever and Mm -hmm. always since the beginning of time yeah i remember when ashton actually went to california and i don't know where she was at in california well i do but i'm not gonna say um but she was in california and where a friend of hers lived is crip no sorry it's blood territory i believe and okay. she was she was wearing blue mm. and her friend came running out ash had walked outside and her friend walked out of the house and said you need to go back inside and change and ash was like why she goes we're not in good territory. Go, go go, change your clothes. I don't know exactly how the conversation went, but it was something similar. And Ashley's like, I'm going to end up getting fucking shot. <laughs>
1: that is crazy. I feel like I was, and this is going to sound, it sounds so bad, but knowing where like, well, you're not as close, but like where we're close to in that city, mm-hmm. I was taught from very young you're not gonna wear a red bandana, and you're not gonna wear a blue bandana. The thing
0: is, is she wasn't wearing a bandana. It was just it like was just a, the
1: color. Well, in some just places, color. just the color is enough.
0: Yeah, some yeah. places that's enough. Yeah, she was. I think she was. I think she was just wearing like a a blue like crop top or some shit like that.
1: Mm, yeah. Some some places they don't they really don't care. It's yeah. I don't remember, she,
0: I remember, I know she was in California, but I don't remember where she was in California. Yeah. That's... I remember, like, the whereabouts, but that's about it.
1: That's terrifying. Yeah. Mm. So, needless to say,
0: the only time she wore blue is when she went to a baseball game to see the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't put that on until she was at the stadium.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. That's terrifying. hmm She didn't know. And uh, the right. the friend didn't think about saying anything because in her mind she she grew up there, and so in her mind she's like I know, but mm-hmm. she also probably thinks that's like common knowledge. But Ashton was born and raised in the same small town I was. Where right, I am. like we were both were both from here, never left here. And if we left, if she left once, but she went over to the next town, like it's not like she went far.
1: It's so. It- When you're going somewhere for the first time, if you know someone, they really need to fill you in. Like, I know my dad has gone a few places where someone has reached out to him and been like, hey, dress this certain way. Don't wear this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. And it's probably a good thing that he was warned because you just never know. I can't imagine, like, if it's like this now, how it was back then.
0: I remember when we... So, I've been to Brazil a few times, and Mm -hmm. I... They never specifically said, like, hey, like, don't wear this, don't wear that. But I remember, like, hearing, like, having conversations with some of the girls and guys there. And they say, like, in certain parts of the city, they will not dress a certain way because it makes them a target. It's not, like, a certain color Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Like, the girls say, like, we will only wear, like, long pants. We'll wear a shirt that covers our bellies, that goes over, like, our butt, like, the tops of our pants. They'll wear, like, actual T-shirts. They won't wear tank tops. Like, they will make sure that they are covered. Yeah. Or, like, they won't go to, like, a certain part of the town at a certain time of day because that's when bad things happen. Especially, like, well, when yeah. I was in in Brasilia, it's not as big as a problem. It's still a problem, but not as big. But, like, in Rio de Janeiro specifically, like, wh- when you're a woman, you do not go out by yourself if you live there. And if you're traveling there, you're traveling there with a man. Mm. Because, I mean, obviously, if you're from, like, America, you can't carry there. Right. You can't bring a gun with you through an airport, right. obviously. So you right. are going with somebody who is stronger than you who can help protect you and themselves. That is so scary. Because, because gang gangs are such an
1: issue there. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted, they wanted to get Capone for this. They wanted to get Capone for something big, mm-hmm. obviously. Because everybody knew what he was doing. Everybody knew oh, he yeah. was doing these things that he shouldn't be. But for um, sure. they got him for a really stupid white-collar crime in the end.
0: Listen, people say it was stupid. And people say, like, it's so silly for him to get arrested for something like that. But, hey, a crime's a crime. And he's off the street. Well, it was.
1: Wasn't well, he? Your-
0: didn't he not get out? For, not for a long time.
1: Well, yeah. So, on October 18th, 1931, he was convicted of income tax evasion, and he served 11 years in prison. Well, maybe you should have paid your taxes, Al Capone. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, he was doing a lot of other things, too, that he shouldn't have been doing, but. I mean, you know. Um, he did, well, I guess he did release early in 1939, so he mm-hmm. actually only served eight years Whatever, um, but by that point he was already slipping into uh, a lot of poor health because he had syphilis. So when he got out, he was not in uh, good shape. Well, that's what he gets for sticking his pecker in things he shouldn't
0: be sticking his pecker into.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: he kind of had that one coming. I mean, I know he he. I remember reading an article where, or like it was some I don't remember what I read, but or where I read it, he had a a a. He was a womanizer. Shocker. Yeah, he had a a lot of women. In all different cities. I'm so sorry for those who can hear those sirens. Can you You hear the sirens?
1: You got a lot going on out there. (sighs) Apparently. Well, you know. Um... Yeah, you know, so we've been watching Peaky Blinders, and obviously, this is not like an ac- well, who knows? Honestly, at this point, it could be a pretty accurate depiction. It could be. Um, they, 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 they do a lot of things. They have a lot of sex with prostitutes, just oh, yeah. women, like a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, I've read in places and I've heard certain things where they also don't pay fucking shit either like Mm. they'll use these women and use these women and this is how these women make money but they look at them less so they don't fucking pay shit
1: yeah they don't
0: pay them shit
1: yeah it's pretty crazy Mm -hmm. mhm cause yeah I feel like every episode there's something and it's some random woman but it's showing like the lifestyle of them and how they live their lives but Mm
0: -hmm. yeah.
1: He had that coming. Um, he eventually died of cardiac arrest in nineteen forty seven. He was forty-eight. God. He was forty-eight? Yeah. He was thirty when the massacre happened.
0: I wonder how old he was when he like for lack of better verbiage, like got big. Like how he when people started right. like, know knowing because I thought he was older than that.
1: Mm, he was thirty when the massacre happened. Massacre happened and then he died at forty eight. That surprises
0: well, me. I thought he was so much older than that. I know you really would
1: think, but you would think with let everything me, let me see. that he's done in his lifetime, right? He had to have been a young, young teen when he started.
0: He became. He was after recovering. He effectively resigned and handed control to Capone, age twenty-six, who became the new boss of the organization. He was. Between 26. our age, he was twenty-six,
1: and in four years of after taking over, he compete. He, he had one of the biggest, bloodiest, most violent massacres mm-hmm. happen.
0: He became boss in nineteen twenty-five. Wow! When the boss Torrio was seriously wounded in a, in an assassination attempt, surrendered control and retired to Brooklyn. And then Capone took place. Wow. That's wild. Wow, 26. That's young.
1: That is really young.
0: Though, back then... Yeah,
1: that's true. That's kind of...
0: It's older. Back then that was considered... Because everyone... Most people back then, they died young.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so maybe 48 isn't so... It just is so young it's now. It sounds young now, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he had health issues also, so.
0: Mm. Mm. That's a nice way to put that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you know, he did it to himself. It's fine. It's, I mean, you sleep with
0: who you sleep with and you don't. Yep. I mean, I guess if guess protection didn't really exist
1: back then. That's Okay, so when we were talking about Peaky Blinders, I was wondering, because in one of the episodes, someone gets pregnant, and it's like, I don't want to say surprise, but they're like, oh, she's pregnant. I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, I wonder when, I don't, the first, when the condoms were invented. That's a good question. I want to know when did they figure out that that's what happens. Like, that's what Apparently I Apparently 3000 BC. What? Let's and these me. people aren't using them, and they're getting confused when these women are pregnant. Um,
0: okay, well, in three thousand BC, okay, let me rephrase that. Something similar to condoms was created in three thousand BC. They were called womb veils.
1: <laughs> I have what's probably going to be a really dumb question. Three thousand BC. yes. I don't know how to word what my question is
0: it's before christ 3000 bc before christ i don't know if that's what actually BC stands for i think it's like italian but it's before christ
1: how do i word this without sounding really stupid this is called two feral idiots carly we are literally speaking of speaking of which before you actually say (laughs) your
0: question and i'll correct me and i'll say mine
1: at what point in evolution are we in that time period Oh, I can't answer that question. I don't know. Like, are are there cavemen? The That's what I want to know. Like, cavemen invented this? Or, like, real, like, well, this evolved minds? It was the Greek. Okay. So it was evolved. Okay. Um,
0: Speaking of which, this is totally completely off topic. Last week, <laughs> Carly and I were talking about the Olympian who killed his... Girlfriend? Fiance? Wife? One of the two. His his significant other. We said Special Olympics. I said Special Olympics and Carly didn't correct me. Again, we're called two feral idiots for a reason. It's the (laughs) Para-Olympics. Not the Special Olympics.
1: We apologize. Also, I would like to point out that you're correcting yourself on one thing and we're talking about how stupid we are. You just said wife, girlfriend, fiance. One of the (laughs) 2 Three <laughs> <laughs> again, That's three
0: things. I repeat myself, we're called two fair lineage for a good reason. I know because <laughs> we're dumb.
1: I know. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs>
0: um, I can't answer your question about evolution of when this was when 3000 BC was. I can put like, the cavemen exist in 3000 BC?
1: i just want to know like what uh, how hmm.
0: rubber condoms were created in 1858
1: okay so they've had these and they're they just weren't using them
0: they probably weren't so it's sort of like that like the best example I could come up with like, a cell phone. It's how people were so against cell phones. Like, no one, no one was going to buy a cell phone. Like, especially the older generation. I don't need it. I have a house phone. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. It's the same concept. Like, it was a new thing and nobody wanted to use it because I don't need it because, you know, my pullout game is strong. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what this, I mean.
1: Right. Well, my other thought, too, is how they also we also had said- hangers.
0: <laughs> It was the 1920s. Don't look at me like that. It was the 1920s. I, it was I, very common.
1: I, I know, but I just didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> she, <how> we- <laughs> she was too stunned to speak. Yeah how uh we said that they use these women right and they don't pay well or whatever blah blah blah, yeah. blah blah they also probably aren't thinking it in the most logical way and they're like why would i put this on to protect this woman that i don't care about but also sir um it protects you as well well that was
0: the thing as well is the the question becomes like how aware were they of sexually transmitted diseases i mean obviously i mean like with herpes, you don't know unless you have a breakout, but even so, like they don't know what it is. Like medical research wasn't as far as it is now. But right. like with the clap, they don't know. Right. Like they, they, they don't they don't like they don't know with these things. They know they have something, but they don't know it's transmitted sexually. Or they do. But they're also how often did men go to the doctor back then? True. How often do men go to the doctor now? True. So, I mean, yes, we know now that the condo protects both parties involved, Mm -hmm. but did they know that then? Were they as accurate then? Were they using them and then they were, maybe they were only 50% protective and not 99.8% protective? That's true. That's true. Good point. So, I mean, I guess they were playing with fire and hoping they didn't light
1: well it lit it it lit it lit for him it did lit for him but yeah i mean pretty much in in the end no one was charged for it they didn't get anything out of anybody of who did it any names Mm -hmm. or nothing and it's still technically unsolved technically
0: yeah, I mean they have a lot of working theories. It could be, a, I mean, from the theories that they've talked about, I mean, it could have been any one of those things. It could, it could it have could very have. well, it could have very well been the police. It could have been, especially in nineteen twenties. It could have been doubtful, but could have been.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, especially it, in Chicago, it's possible, but I mean, like I'm you said, leaning, I said, everyone knows.
0: I'm leaning more towards the Al Capone thing Mm -hmm. or even like Bugs taking out his own men to frame Capone
1: yes yeah I could go with either of those
0: yeah I'm going more towards Al Capone and Mm -hmm. his men I guess you know I mean what would really prove it is if seven of Al Capone's men or those men who are allegedly involved like if a group of Al Capone's men ended up dead somewhere that would kind of shortly thereafter that would kind of like prove it in a sense, like Al Capone's mm-hmm. men acted out of out of line, and he handled it. Right. <clears throat> that would probably prove that theory a little better.
1: Right. I don't know, but that's uh, one way to spend your Valentine's Day.
0: That is one way to spend your Valentine's Day. That it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm glad I... I... I'm not spending my Valentine's Day that way. I'm probably going to be oh, spending no. Valentine's Day in my living room by myself with my children,
1: because I'm pretty sure my Valentine has to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> we don't do anything for Valentine's Day. Like, we'll like get each other a little something, but we don't go out. First of all, it's so hard to get in anywhere to go anywhere. We've ne- never
0: gone out on actual Valentine's Day. No. We usually go out like a couple weekends before or a couple weekends after. Like we don't yeah. do actual Valentine's Day and we don't do the weekend after or the weekend before.
1: Mm-mm. No. Because it's, too, it's hard. too crazy. I remember one year Taylor and I ordered takeout from Olive Garden on Valentine's Day and it was like an hour and a half. Isn't
0: that for takeout. Crazy? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's so crazy to me. There's been a few years that Lee's been off, and he's actually made dinner at home for Valentine's Day instead of like yeah. ordering or anything like that. He's just like made my favorite food, and we did that instead.
1: Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's, it's totally fine.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, it's not considered a Hallmark holiday, but
1: I mean, no, the Hallmark holiday is Sweetest it's... Day. Yeah. I don't do Sweetest Day.
0: Uh, the one time I walked into Kroger, and I said like the sweetest day stuff was everywhere, and I, I looked at my phone and I said this like sweetest day, and I said, I texted Liam a screenshot of the calendar. I'm like happy sweetest day. He was oh <laughs> happy sweetest day.
1: <laughs> oh my god, no, there's just some that just don't. Yeah, they're not big enough. I don't care.
0: I mean, I really don't care that much about Valentine's Day. Lee will get me flowers and chocolate and I'll get him either, I'll get him his favorite candy or like his favorite snack. Like he'll, he loves trail mix. Trail mix mm-hmm. is one of his favorite things. So I'll get him like a big bag of trail mix, mm-hmm. but we don't go all out like a lot of people do.
1: No, I would be happy with some flowers, maybe a sweet card. Some chocolate covered strawberries would be nice, but you know. Do you
0: want me to like text Jake and make sure he gets you chocolate? (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Are you sure? I can.
1: Don't drop the hint for him. Just. (laughs) It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't help the man out. Make him figure it out for his own damn self. (laughs) Yeah. He should just read my mind. You know,
1: that should just be a thing.
0: I am here to tell you.
1: I'm just kidding. I don't actually think that.
0: <laughs> that doesn't work. No matter how much you will it into being, it does not become because No,
1: it, do- it doesn't. And so I, many it people would be a lot easier. Don't.
0: So, but here's the thing. That's kind of like a double-edged sword because when you're when they piss you off and you're thinking all of the bad mm, things, You're right. They can read your brain. You don't want them to do that.
1: You're right. I think Jake can do that anyways. He might be a mind reader. No, you probably
0: have really bad body language, and he can tell your
1: piss. I 100% do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, that's why he knows. He can read your body language. You have to be able to be like 100. You have to be able to contain that shit, bottle it up. That way, it just builds up, and then you can explode one day.
1: That sounds like a terrible plan. (laughs) So much more makes sense about you now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get better. Okay. I'm trying. Hmm. Hmm. Lee's worse than I am. Mm-hmm. Lee's way worse than I am. He'd rather keep it to himself and not start a fight until one day it just fucking explodes out of him.
1: You both, no both matter- need like little valves so you could slowly well, just let thing. off.
0: Here's the thing, because I don't have a problem telling him how I feel. Obviously, I'm a big mouth. I don't give a fuck if I'm. I, I don't gonna care if I even shocker. hurt your feelings. I, I don't care if I hurt your feelings. I mean, if my feelings are hurt, your feelings are also going to hurt because you hurt my feelings. That's how it, <laughs> that's how my brain works. But this man, he'll just keep it to himself and keep it to himself and keep it to himself this mo- some more until so one day he explodes. I'm like, and you didn't tell me this because he goes because I was trying to spare a fight. I'm like, well, now we're even in a bigger fight. So you really didn't spare shit. How did you? That's yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. I do that.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying trying to be better.
0: Men. And apparently Carly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And me. (laughs) You're not alone, guys.
0: You're not alone.
1: (laughs) I'm there with you.
0: (laughs) It's fine. It's totally fine. All right, everyone. Well, that wraps up this episode of Two Feral Idiots. Next week, we're... Next week's Valentine's Day week, right? Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? I do know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. I just had to make sure we we're i wasn't like a week ahead of myself oh. next week since it's the day after valentine's day is when next week episode drops we are going to do the dark history of valentine's day and how valentine's day came to be so we're going to discuss that i have not looked into it yet purposefully i wanted to like get as close as possible so we're all surprised okay. um so we're gonna be doing dark history next week. And then the week after that is another crime episode um from when we went over all of the crimes from last week. Carly's gonna pick one of those. Mm-hmm. So continue to tune in. I'm thinking I have an idea for March's theme or April's theme. Ooh. So we're gonna to have to discuss that after this recording's over. Um so if you have not followed us on Instagram, please follow us at Two Feral Idiots Podcast. If you have not joined our Facebook group, please join us at Two Feral Idiots if you wanna send us an email. Um, two feral idiots podcast at gmail.com. Also, I have not had any love stories sent to me yet. And it's kind of sad. So that's what I'm saying. So everyone, send in your love stories, like how you met your significant other, or how, like, if your grandparents' story is your favorite love story, or whatever. Just send in your love stories that you that your favorite love stories or your own love story, whichever one. So, real quick, I have a quick It's not my favorite love story, but it's the funniest one, uh, in my opinion. So, my mom's parents, okay, Mm -hmm. so my grandma Betty and my grandpa Hank. My grandma Betty met my grandpa when she was 16 years old and he was 22. Now, my grandmother is number 8 out of 12, and I believe mostly girls. Now, I don't know all of their names. I know maybe three of their names. A lot of them passed before I was even thought of. So, my aunts, specifically, all of them, and my grandmother, had this thing of when they met someone and wanted to marry someone before they turned 18, back then, if you got accidentally pregnant, you got married. So you did not have a child outside of wedlock because it was that time of the... It was the time just the the way it was. So several of my aunts purposely got pregnant so they could marry these men so my great-grandfather didn't have an option but to let them get married so Mm. my grandma Betty decided to be wise and told her father you have two choices here you either let me get married at the whopping age of 16 or I'm gonna get pregnant so you don't have a choice but to let me get married so he chose to just let her get married so at the Ripe old age of 16 years old, she married a 22 year old man who was divorced and had a son. Oh, yeah,
1: which is my uncle David. (laughs) Yeah, huh, interesting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was kind of unheard of back then, too. So, well, I won't get into that on a recorded, on a I get it, it's fine. Um,
0: well, I'll talk about that afterwards, too. But yeah, um, he got he was in the military, he ended up divorcing his first wife and he moved back to his state the home state of maine and he met my grandma and the rest is history and that was that and that was that so i mean it's not my favorite love story but it's a it's a good one it's
1: a, it's a funny one it's a, it's good a one. funny one yeah. 16
0: years old that happened nowadays my grandfather would be in jail <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, for sure. 110%. Even with my great grandfather's permission, his ass will oh, in jail.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not, not good. <laughs> all right,
0: everyone, we will
1: talk to you all next week. All righty, see you guys next week.